Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Sometimes you have people, you know, with dry, crusty elbows. They look like alligators, crocodiles. They never use moisturizer, lotion. It's just disgusting. But now, you and your friends don't have to worry about that anymore because they have a new developmental cream called Pus Gus. Fresh mosquito bite pus made into a natural moisturizer from other people's disgusting open sores. Say goodbye, guys, to the leather elbows and enjoy life a little more. Check it out at PusGus.Disgusting. Hey, 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 b this is Derek, and with me today is the only man who still uses his own toenail clippings as toothpicks on the trail, Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> and that's just saving weight. That's just saving more weight, and I applaud that. My friend, recycling things again. You got, you got the toothpicks with the flossy kind of things, and then you got cream for your intro twice in a row. Some sort of cream. That's pu- nice. That's a pus cream, nice. Carl. I didn't say it was the, yeah. the cream, cream of dreams. That's not the cream of dreams. Yeah. Um, you know. Okay. It's funny you mentioned the bug stuff because uh, with me today is Derek Somerville, the mm. only man that sprays himself with bug repellent when people are bothering that's, him. That's that's original. I like that. Like yeah, I'm no. bugging them. I got it. It's good. No, they're bugging you, so you spray yourself. They're bugging me. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's good. <laughs> I, I wonder how long it takes you to think of something. But you know what? I, I'm going to press on. Gonna yeah, press well, on. That's, a, that's a problem that you have, that, and you came up with the solution. So kudos to you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, we got we got a lot of problems apparently that we need to solve today. We do, are, and are this is ready? our season finale, my friend. I, I, I'm excited. Yeah, to, to save people's lives in various ways today. Right, we made it to episode 150. A lot of people said we couldn't do it. We did it. Who said that? Your mom? Mm, I'm just creating drama, so I don't think it'll be. Oh, I okay. think people expected us to, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, here we are. Yeah, so I'm ready. Well, uh, yeah, this is our last episode of season four, which doesn't mean we're not we're gonna stop recording altogether. We got we got more coming out uh, in the coming yeah. months, just kind of more sporadically, and yeah. So 
but we are coming back for season five. Yep. Just to clarify before people start unsubscribing. So we're, we're coming back for sure. And we'll have more information on that later. Everybody calm down. The, calm the party's down. still going. The party's still yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did have a run on guests in the past month. I think we had like four in a row. We don't typically have a lot of guests. And mm-hmm. so I think we're going to go in a different direction in the future. We, d- we like having guests on, but, you know, as we mentioned before, Derek has a hard time sometimes with scheduling, and it's better when he's there. So I think we're going to take a different philosophy on on the guests that we have on and who we have on. So I think that's going to change it up a little bit, speaking of season five. I think you Would just you like – I mean, she, yes, you are correct. Uh, but I think you just like talking about the fact that I can't make interviews. I think that – it brings you joy in some weird way. Is that true? In a weird way. No, I like it I, when you make the interviews. I want you to Well, I know. Yeah. I know. I think at this point they know that there's interviews I can't make, but right. we have to rehash it. So, Well, do you think that by me sharing that, that you're missing the interviews, is in some weird way revealing your lack of responsibility? And so anytime something goes wrong on the podcast, people just blame you? Mm, Assume I mean, it's your fault. Tempting. Tempting. Okay. Yeah. I know that you... You worry about that, so I appreciate that. So yeah, well, that's with the self-esteem issue right there. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're it's gonna got to be what it is. Yeah, <laughs> Proverbs twenty-three four: Do not toil to acquire wealth; be discerning enough to desist. So, if we're not supposed to toil to acquire wealth, Derek, what should we toil to acquire then? Ooh, just knowledge okay. uh, to be a kind, compassionate individual. Okay, Christ, you know, all those good things. Yeah. You know, I wisdom, know. wisdom. Yep. Yeah. Solutions you know. to problems. Solutions to problems. Yeah. Better at uh, games. You know, you're not that <laughs> I mean, great at games. At games. Um, game skills. <laughs> you know, hygiene. Hygiene's a good one. <laughs> Things like that. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, fair point. That's probably implied in this Bible verse, right? Is all those things. Hygiene's implied, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Hygiene's implied. C- cooking. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think so. Hopefully. I have no idea where we're going to go with some of the responses that we have here um, to the, the problems, but I put out yeah. on Patreon, on mm-hmm. Facebook, in yeah. a recent episode that we wanted to hear from some of you, from and we want to know what your problems are, big and small, and we got some responses. We did. We did. We took the best ones, the ones that we felt like we could respond to, and we put them on our show, and so we're just going to hear what people have to say, and then... Yeah, we'll see what we have to say, right? Let's roll the dice and see what we can do here. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So here's our first one. Greetings, Carl and Derek. Tom from Rancho Marietta, California. I've been backpacking almost monthly for four years straight, all year round up in the mountains. And my biggest issue is falling asleep the first night. If it's multiple nights, second and subsequent nights, no problem because I'm so tired. But the first night... My mind's just racing, noises, etc. cetera. Uh, carry bear spray. It's still just that mental uh, racetrack going on in my head, keeping me awake. Looking for recommendations. Thank you, guys. Love your show. Tom from Northern California. Thank Tommy. you so much for your problem. I think that your problem is actually one of the more common problems out there. I think Legit. About, yeah, yeah, I think people have problems... I, you know, more than just the first night, but I get yeah. the first night thing, just getting used to being in a different environment. So, mm. so Derek, yeah, what you, what was your take? What was your kind of thought on solving this problem there? My thought was, you know, I think obviously if you find a friend that um, has bad gas or snores, that could really knock you out. So I'd start with that. <laughs> 
But if you don't have that, um, wait, wait. Somebody who snores could knock you out. Yeah, I mean, it's just you just you just can't handle it. You maybe just pass out from exhaustion. You know, I mean, that's yeah. What I have to that's do a, with, that's a with common, our group. That, that happens to everybody. That doesn't happen to everybody. That the oh. snoring puts people to sleep. Well, what? maybe the gas. The gas might just knock you out. <laughs> oh I don't know. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Okay. Okay. Real answer. Here we go. No. Um. I would start. I would start number one. Maybe with checking the gear. Like, do you have a comfortable mattress? Is it? Are you uncomfortable on the mattress? Like, I know, like I had trouble sleeping when my hips were touching the ground. I had to change that. Um, you do have a good pillow. Do you have a good sleeping bag? All that stuff. Is your gear quality? I start there. If it is, then, which I'm assuming it is. Um, I I use, I've tried to fall asleep a few times with like on my phone. I have like a little. Uh, white noise, pink noise, brown That's brown right. noise app, and I just throw on some of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I throw on the brown noise, and I'm I'm out pretty quick. It's just a distraction. It kind of drowns right. everything out. I just put it above my pillow and peace out. So yeah. I use that for a little bit. Yeah, that'd be my first input. What about you? You got something for him? Okay, uh, that's not where I thought you were gonna go with that. That's actually that makes sense because you've mentioned that before. But yeah. what do you think? What do you think I was gonna do? Like suggest I don't know like Nyquil or Ambien or something. Ambien. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, let's let's drug up on the trail. That that's, that's always cool. your answer, Carl. Drugs. You know. <laughs> that's what I thought you were gonna Kids, say. Kids, that's hikerseaman at netscape.net. If you want to complain <laughs> about drug use, uh, say no to drugs, guys. Say no. What's your advice? Oh what is your uh, input? That's <laughs> drugs. Again, parents, it's hikerseaman. <laughs> I mean, I'm worried about you. Uh, should we stop the episode here? Is this is this the direction we're going today? I was gonna. I I, I had information ready to go to naysay that because that's what. Oh, I look at you! You're planning yeah. to mock before you plan like a decent <laughs> answer. I love it. Uh, Woo! Trying to anticipate where you're gonna go is is futile. That's right. Granted, that's most right. most of the time, I'm an enigma. But that's right. Just to make sure, I thought there could be some danger with your answer on this some one. So, danger. Yeah. If you, yeah, because <laughs> you've heard stories about Ambien, right? Where people wake up and they're, you know, miles from their house. I have heard those, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to think. You wake up and you're, what, miles down the trail, like without a sleeping bag? That's, that's a bad situation. So I wouldn't go that direction, is all I'm trying to say. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. If, if you're concerned about the sounds, I think Derek's solution is actually pretty good. Um, if the sounds kind of bother you and you just haven't gotten used to, you know, the whatever's out there or the new environment, I think what, the times that I've slept the best, this is gonna, this is kind of a weird solution, yeah, but it's, okay. it has to do with kind of where you live and how far away from the trailhead you are. And so, hmm. in our early days, Derek, you and I used to wake up at, you know, whatever, one or two in the morning, right, yep. and then drive through the night to avoid like Los Angeles traffic. Right. So, he if he's going to the Sierras, he lives a lot closer. But still, if he wakes up three, four in the morning to be, let's say, first in line at the ranger station, get your permit first so you can start your start you know the trail right away. That sleep deprivation right there, plus having a full day on the trail, you should be pretty wiped out by the end of the day. Yeah, and maybe that would be your solution. Tom, Tom, sounds like you need some more uphill, Tom. Maybe some more weight. Some more uphill, <laughs> maybe some cotton socks. Wear yourself out. That's all I can say. Like, I feel like day one, a lot of times we don't get a full day in, right? Because we got to deal with the, you know, right. maybe there's a line at the ranger station. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. waiting for your friends to show up. Um, and then you're waiting for more friends to show up. Like, that's a common problem. So yeah. I, I feel like if you can get a full day in and you wake up super early to make sure you do that. Mm-hmm. So now you've only had a few hours of sleep the night before. Boom. Problem solved. Yeah, I think when once we started doing that, 
I really look forward to hitting the sack the first night, and it was oh yeah, yeah, it was no problem. Yeah, so now, hopefully the only thing they could wreck that is if you take a break in the middle of the day and then you take a nap. Then you can't do that. Carl does that a lot. That's I do. I take up. naps a lot, really. Well, every two miles you're taking your pack off, so I'm assuming mm. you're napping or peeing or something. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> kind of the same thing, right? Napping and peeing. You know, people do it at the same time if yeah. you can. It's, it's important to make fun of people that are going to the bathroom. Like you feel like you shouldn't do that. Look, you're the one talking about drugs, not me. Okay, I'm just saying what's what's what. Uh, Tom, I don't know if that solved your problem, but maybe give you some ideas. So I hope. Thank so. you for listening. We appreciate it. Hey, Carl, Derek. I hope you can help me. One of my issues when backpacking is the challenge of bringing along good food. I'm not really into the packaged processed stuff. I tend to eat pretty farm to table at home and I'd like to do that on the trail too. Looking for some advice from you guys. Sincerely, Monty Boca Wannabe. All right. That was Nate from Colorado Springs and I think I think before we jump into this one, Derek, I think we got to we had a, I think the best part of his MP3 was actually like the beginning. Did you catch that? The, did you catch the tone? I actually wrote a note about that. And okay, I was, well, let's 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 listen to just the, just the beginning part again. Here's here's how he uh, yeah. Let's let's go about he, it. He says your name. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, Carl. Derek. Okay. So what was your response? Okay. So so Nate, I'm I'm weeping over here. I don't I don't know what to do. You know when you're saying hey, hey Carl, and Derek. <laughs> Uh, I I'm like what's what's up with that? What's up with that? Um, what do I need to do to get a louder yeah. volume output on my name? Yeah, know? I don't know. No, Maybe I mean I think this funny? is where I have a lot of good information because I'm really good at reading into things, uh, oh. perhaps incorrectly most of the time. But I think that he clearly, I think what he's in the way that he pronounced your name, he's clearly showing you disrespect, and clearly. I don't think he believes anything you say in general. So that's what my takeaway. Wow, I mean you know part of the show is shtick, so. I get that. If you're a Carl fan, you're a Carl fan. I can respect That's that. Just, this is we legitimately talk this way. Like we're not making junk up. This is how we have conversations. <laughs> well, yes, true. A majority of the time. Yeah. If he's a Carl fan, he's a Carl fan. So well, why don't you start this one? What's your response? Or if he's just a fan of good information, it doesn't have to be me oh, specifically. Well, that can be from both of us. I mean, <laughs> if you want vocabulary <laughs> lessons, you know, don't listen to Carl. Uh, well, here's the irony: is that his question actually like you are more qualified to answer this than I am because you're. Why am I more qualified? Because you're the you're the part-time vegan. Well, what is this part-time vegan stuff again <laughs> with the part-time vegan? There's no part-time vegan. Okay, most of the time vegan. Sorry, we, it's whatever. he's farm to table. Farm. They have okay. all kinds of food from the farm. Do you not? You don't eat food. Is you're not a food person? Uh, no, not anymore. Because we all. We, we all eat. We all eat, Carl. Okay, so you are more in tune with health, healthy food. You know, California yeah, in general has more stuff that's, you know, fair trade, gluten-free, organic, a- any label you can think of, like California. <laughs> they don't have they don't have. They have all that stuff in other there? states, too, but California is leading the way in that regard. Do you guys have the internet out there yet? Almost. Not really? What's okay. your answer, well, Eric? What, you're, you're, you're now... I wanted you to. Why don't you go first? You want me to go first? I thought you were going to... Yeah, okay. I thought we were rotating right. on these. We can rotate. Let's rotate. All right. Well, I think if you truly want farm-to-table food or farm-to, I guess, I don't know, f- food in your lap. Bring the chicken on the trail. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. Wait wait for it. <laughs> you just said go first, and then you interjected immediately with your Bring answers. the cow with you so you can have milk, and you can ride the cow on the oh, trail. Oh, my okay. God. Can you just answer the guy, please? Okay. I was going to say that 
like the most convenient way to do that is simply to to backpack next to farms. <laughs> oh right? That's your input? Get into Farmer Maggot's crop. We know that works out. Backpack next to farms is your answer. Backpack next to farms. Wow. And then you're going to have the freshest possible food, right? Or go backpack in Washington. They got berries there. That's, that's you know, that's going to sustain you. But this is a problem. Having fresh food is a legitimate problem. The only thought I had was I know that some, it's, this really only works for short trips, you know, I'm talking like three, four day trips at the most, is I know that some people do. Like they do a pre-cook on food and then they seal it up. Right. Whether and I know that if it you know you're talking like meat and that kind of thing, like you have to have it frozen. That's not going to last right. more than the, the first day. But they do. I don't. I'm not an expert in packaging and sealing things up. Mm-hmm. But I know like I've I've seen people like pre-cook noodles, pre-cook just higher quality ingredients. Yeah. The downside is it's a lot heavier to do that. And that's why people right. don't do that very often. Right. But if if you can get away with pre-cooking things, if you're gonna go you know farm to table plant based. Um, then your preservation issues are a lot less. But you could, you know, go back to the Kevin Outdoors episode and learn about dehydrating food and that kind of thing. I don't know if that qualifies, but that's all I had. Mm. Derek, Derek, Uh, you are clearly going to be the winner of this answer here because you know what you're talking about. A, it's not a competition. Uh, B, I'm going to just say what Nate's probably thinking. If you want to change your intro to your MP3 to, hey, Carl and Derek, you can do that. You can do that. That's fine with me. I don't mind that. Um, the farm table, look, you're going to have to compromise something if you want to do this. Like, if you're going to have to compromise weight if you want to get fresh. And that's that's really yeah. what it boils down to. So, if you, I've heard of people taking fresh food, like Carl's saying, um, A, you could bring like fruits and vegetables. That's obviously heavier, but fresh. Right. Um, apples are going to last a while. Oranges will last a while. All that stuff's going to last a while. Yes. If you want to bring like, um, I've had people bring like vegan noodles and, or not bring, um, I've heard of people bringing vegan noodles. Um, greens, but they like vacuum seal them. They have like a portable vacuum That's what sealer. I was about. Yeah, vocab. It's all about vocab. Um, portable vacuum <laughs> sealer. You could vacuum seal it and then stick it in your bag in a ziploc, and then you open it up, and it's it's uh, a little more fresh. So that might be something yeah. to consider if you really want. But if, like Carl said, if you're going on like a short trip, two three days, you might be able to get away with a lot of stuff. Like you know, Rocky over there is bringing like blocks of cheese over there. Um, mm. I don't know. You could maybe get away with some eggs and you know, things like that. But if you're going longer, right. then you're going to have to sacrifice and like maybe cut some other things out of your pack to add that food weight if you want it fresh. Yeah. So, right. It's a reality. It's a brutal reality. Yeah. We do. And I had a second thought, though, not related yeah. to the food, more, deli- more related to the table aspect of things because on our one of our, our July bonus episode, we do talk about how you can actually bring a table, like legitimately bring a table backpacking. We did, Yeah, we did. Just, there's like a portable, it was like less than a pound or something? Yeah, we'll have to listen to the episode. But yeah, if you if, if, if the table part of that is, is part of the issue, we have a solution for that. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. Next one. All right. So uh, Nate from Colorado Springs, thank you so much for, for that. And... Yes. Next up, we, we just had Nate. Now we got Nathan, Nathan from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Hey, guys. It's Nathan from Wisconsin here. So I've got a question, um, but I'm going to give you a little background first. So a couple of weeks ago, I was trying to get a, an overnighter at a nearby state forest. It's a really warm evening, and I was stupid, and I brought my zero-degree sleeping bag. But to make it even worse, I was in the REI Superlight Bivy, and it was just a confined space. It was so hot and stuffy that I just couldn't get comfortable in there. I couldn't hardly breathe in there. So I knew the state forest is notorious for ticks, and I wasn't thrilled about exposing myself to them, but I just f- figured I had to open the thing up and sleep with my head and shoulders outside. In the end, I got about eight ticks that I pulled off of me. Ugh. 
that wasn't the only thing that was a problem that night. Um, when I was still hiking out there, it sounded like there was distant thunder or fireworks, maybe. I was talking to some other fellow hikers about that, and they actually thought that it was probably our artillery practice from nearby Fort McCoy. It went until early morning hours. It really started to have that sort of effect of like a dripping water faucet, you know, just that, and just started getting really annoying, that repetitive, distant, sound, you know, quiet booming. Uh, it was also whippoorwill season. And the whippoorwills uh, were starting to call back and forth to each other. And it's pretty neat for the first 20 minutes. But they went until at least 5 or 5.30 in the morning. And they were pretty loud in the middle of the night. And about 2 in the morning, I I, re- I thought, I'm going to try to put my earbuds in that I had with me. Um, I think maybe I could at least block some sound out. As I was reaching for them in the dark, though, I felt like one of them felt pretty wet. I thought maybe some condensation. Uh, but then I suddenly realized it was like a large mass on it. I instinctively flicked it away, probably some sort of slug or something. Uh, But then I turned my light on to see exactly what it was, and that's when I noticed just how many bugs there really are. There was, I think I saw four spiders, uh, plus several other bugs, just around my campsite. So in the end, with the super warm weather, the sound of the artillery and the whippoorwills and the grossness of all the bugs all over me, I did not get much sleep then. So my question is, what could I have done to make this night better? So this is like hmm. sort of another sleep issue, but sort of just like an environmental, like what do you do with all those right, crazy right. factors he did um, issue. My my first reaction was eight ticks. Wow. Eight ticks he pulled off his face. Nathan, yeah. bro, uh, if you're right. out there with ticks and you know they're there, zip zip it. I'm not unzipping that trash for anything. I don't want to get Lyme, Lyme disease or some weird some, right. some, some situation. So that'd be step one. I know that's uncomfortable. Right. Um, you know, can you bring a can you bring a portable fan with some lithium batteries in there? That's heavy, but that's an option. They have these little tiny mm. inside like the baby sack. Inside the um, baby sack, you're saying? I've seen people have those, and they have them. That, okay. They last quite a few hours. I don't know. That that'd be kind of tricky though, weight wise. Um, you were talking about like camp right. penalty or not camp? You were talking about like military bomb sounds. Were you near like a military Art- artillery fire? Artillery fire. So I live near yeah. Camp Pendleton, and they frequently are bombing. Or doing tank practice, or or all kinds of things. Um, late, mm. late into the evening. Uh, I, I I don't know. I've grown to embrace it. I kind of enjoy it. Um, it's kind of soothing okay. for me. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I can see that. So would your be really solution nice. is embrace it and be soothed by the artillery. Just fire. be embraced like your country's training to protect you. You know, I don't know. But uh, I can see how that would be. I don't a really think your brown noise is going to drown that out. Just saying. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. So if you're Near a military base, then yeah, that's that's gonna be hard to like hike around there. But again, like if you're hiking and you get ticks, bugs, slugs, or whatever, you got spiders all over your tent, you got bombs and tank. Like, I don't know. Do you want to hike here? Is it that? Is, is it that great? I don't know. Well, his, his issue is more like he's now there, so now what, right? Not like do you go, do you go back. It's more like how do you handle that situation? I'm, I'm just going to try and get comfortable. And number one thing I'm going to do okay. is is I'd rather be a little hotter than eaten alive by bugs any day of the week. Mm. So, And he even said, like, he even had the thing unzipped and it was still hot. So, um, right. Can he elevate? Can he go higher ground? Would that be an, an improvement? I don't know where he's at, but... Like a hammock? Maybe a hammock. I don't know. A hammock, but okay. um, is he? Is there, like, a hill nearby or a mountain? I don't know where he, where he was at, but... Um, right. He's in the Midwest, so there's not a lot of hills and mountains, but... Wisconsin doesn't have any uh, little grassy knolls or anything? Not much. It's flatlands out there, man. I mean, I'm sure they, they've got some, but yeah, generally speaking, the Midwest is pretty flat. So sounds like uh, your solution is don't do anything. Just 
Zephyr. Zip up, get a fan. Okay. I don't know. What would you? I don't know. That's a hard one because if, if they're gonna bomb all night, yeah. I mean, what can you do? I think th- I think the solution here. This is probably the, the solution that I think is the most obvious of all the no. questions that we have. Call, pack it in early. Yes. <laughs> like, why? You don't get any badges. Like, there's no awards for just being miserable. It's not like you're cutting the mile. I mean, I don't know if you have another day to go, but like, there's if there's nothing enjoyable going on, you made a gear mistake by bringing hot. the bivy because of how hot it is, and bivvies yeah. do increase the the warmth. It's okay, like you know, we make mistakes all the time, and so that's very true. That's, I, I mean, that's what the show's about. <laughs> I would have got like, especially, especially when uh, his earbud yeah. solution was actually really smart. I like that solution. I'm out. But once he shines the light and sees spiders everywhere, and sees grossness, and then what, what was it like? One had like some slime on it. Nathan, that's enough. Nathan, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah, nature, you won this time, but I'm gonna win next time. Yeah, that's, I'll be back. You yeah. know, I'll be back. Right. And you know what? Hey. Newsflash, na- uh, nature, not going anywhere. It's going right. to be there. And that's so. what Adventure Revenge is all about. Get your revenge next time. Maybe go a different time of year. Um, you come back with a mini blowtorch. Whatever you need to do, uh, <laughs> just keep them away or just pick it at a different spot. I, mean, I I don't know. Bugs are gnarly in general. It's, yeah. I, yeah, I think that... That can ruin anybody's trip. Just tons of bugs. Well, it's not Spiders. just the bugs. He, has, he had like five different factors going on with he did, the story yeah. there. And so... Here's what, we, you know, when we talk about a lot of these things, like we always assume people are going to the mountains or whatever, but we forget that we have a lot of Midwestern folk that are yeah. backpacking during the summertime and it's and, hot and, so and buggy. It's hot there. Yeah, yeah. They don't even need to bring a sleeping bag. Like they, they might bring a lightweight quilt if that, because yeah, they're, they're not, you know, they're not going farther north. They're not going. Right. right. Good it, point. It's just, it's just hot there. And so we, yeah, we forget that. And we, we take, you know, typically we are going to places where it's, Sounds like you sounds like you take them for granted a little bit. I don't, but it sounds like you're taking no, them for I, granted. No. The Midwesterners, probably, probably. I apologize. Thank I you. I apologize. Thank you. All right. But uh, so Nathan, impressed that you toughed it out. I don't know that I would have toughed that one out. So I would have probably packed up that shirt. That I would, out. yeah, and I would have gone back to finish it later. But yeah, that's maybe di- there may be a different season though. I don't know. Maybe that's the yeah, only exactly. season to go though. But of all, we get people to kind of tell us about their trips, and I think that's the roughest one we've heard, maybe since we started the podcast. That, that was is that, that right? Was, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to Nathan from Wisconsin, really appreciate it. And Love then it. on to Tupperware Mike. Tupperware Mike. Hey, backpacking listeners, it is Mike from Humboldt, Northern California, uh, Mister Tupperware. However you affectionately refer to me these days. Uh, So in response to your, what is your biggest backpacking problem? So the biggest backpacking problem is uh, that I want to talk to you guys about is how do you deal with those annoying trail mates that you go backpacking with that just, that just don't let up on if you bring Tupperware on the trail and it's your preference, you're carrying it, not them, it's your extra weight. And then for months afterwards, they just they just razz you about it. I just I don't know how to deal with it. It's so frustrating. But um, maybe if you guys have some advice. So uh, are are we overdoing it with the with the Tupperware Mike nickname there? Tupperware Mike. Look, I I like to call him Mountain Goat Mike. I don't know where Tupperware Mike got. That, that's right. more your baby. So maybe the beef is more with you. Right. Um, I like Mountain Goat Probably. Mike. But again, again. Uh, you've seen how Carl and I razz each other for the same thing. For it, it's more of a term of endearment. So maybe if you change your perspective and, right. and understand, like, wow, these guys are harassing me because they love me. 
you know? Maybe it won't be that bad. Mm. I don't know. Maybe get, uh, you know, yeah, maybe just don't have Carl come on the trip. I don't know. I'm not going to razz you about the Tupperware. Uh, Carl right. put it well. So I don't know. Carl, this is maybe your baby to... <laughs> do, you, do you hate Mike? Do you have a, a beef with Mike? Like, what's the deal? What's what's the problem? Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's not a hateful thing to say. Okay. But I think, so, first of all, we do actually, we did respond to the, the whole nicknaming thing and kind of, like, we gave a little bit of our backstory also in the, the most recent bonus episode, the July one. So uh, that that's further explained there, so I'm not going to rehash that. But I will say that, so there's two thoughts I had. One is that he's not really bothered by it. And he mm. is just simply bringing it up because he might be kind of like secretly proud of that, proud of the nickname. He might be. Okay. He's he's a razzer. He likes to right. joke around. So yeah. But if you this is bring this kind of more to the the general audience. If you do get a nickname mm. that you genuinely don't like, somebody's nickname and it like really really does bother you. I think the obvious solution, kind of similar to the last um, problem somebody had, is uh, you got to run away from it. You just got to you know move quit your job ditch your friends like isn't that the obvious solution <laughs> uh, wow that's the uh, yeah. ditch just the guy who gave it to you uh tupperware mike elementary nickname give i'll just say that clearly not trained by a professional no um, i'm not a professional nicknamer and mountain goat mike just speaks of strength and nimbleness right i mean in my opinion right. so i'm trying to get carl mike to go over to the mountain goat side and stray from the uh Tupperware, I'm going to keep working on that. Okay. So that's I will I no longer you. refer to you that way on this podcast. But um, yeah, nicknames that's are, a win. Nicknames are big, and nicknames are very common in the hiking world. And if you don't like yours, then you can complain about it on podcast. And there you go, problem solved. You can, and, and I think sometimes you know Carl likes to make everything a competition, like trivia and like vocab words and whatnot, and life in general. Right. True. So uh, maybe he just ventured into unknown territory of nicknames, and he tried to compete. You know, I can't. I, you win. You win. I'm just saying, don't stick your head in a rabbit hole when you're not. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. It sounded really. I've already said that you won, and you bring it up again that I'm trying to compete <laughs> with you. Are you simply trying to, for me, like, you want me to say that you won again? Like, is this? Are you proud of this? Actually, yeah, that would be nice. Okay. That would, oh, you that won. would be nice. You won. Okay, so, perfect. I figured if I just keep talking about it, you'll know how Mike feels. So. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right. Next up, we have. Next up, Eli. Eli. Hey there, backpacking and blisters. My name's Eli. I'm from Loudonville, Ohio. And my biggest problems with hiking and backpacking are just plain not enough time. Love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. Okay, this is pretty general, and I, we, we would need a lot more information to know specifically how to solve this problem, but I don't think it's a unique problem by any stretch. So, Derek, what do you do about time issues? Time. Um... Get the flux capacitator. Go back. Oh, my God. No. Capacitator. Wow. Do you know what the flux capacitator is? Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's a made-up word. Oh, jeez. Please. I can't even deal with it. We can go over Back to the Future vocabulary if you want. Hey, look at you. You got it. Okay. Um, Eli, time. Capacitor. Capacitor. Oh, you're right. You're right. No, you know what? I'm wrong. You're right. Does that feel good? Uh, Eli, now that we've got that under control, um... Yeah, time is a beast. I mean, everybody wants... Uh, who wouldn't love more time in general? I think uh, that's where you got to maybe carve out... I don't know what your job is. I don't know what your availability is. I don't know if you have kids. I don't know if you have spouse, all that stuff. Um, I don't know if you're near accessible quality hiking areas in your area. Assuming you have a challenge in some of these areas, I would say you might have to just like we all do. Like if you have kids and spouses and work and all that, you have to carve time out and just like set aside like anything else, like set aside 
I'm going to do this for a week in January mm-hmm. or in August or whenever, and I'm going to yeah. go. I got to set this aside. And, and that might mean saying right. no to some things that you normally do. You know, I mean, that's like what? I don't know. What does he normally do? Maybe he's a farmer. Maybe he's a teacher. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> teacher, farmer. So, what, okay. 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 Maybe he's a government agent. I don't know. So, what does he say no to as a farmer? The crops. He's like, you know what, crops? Not today. Today's for me. And what does he, what does he say no to as a teacher? Kids, you know what? It's summertime. Jump in the pool. Teach is going on the hike. Peace out. What? That's what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't know what his job is. I'm just I'm just giving examples. If he's a government agent, uh, that's a tricky one. I don't know what to say about that. Okay. So okay. Yeah. I, I just say basically right. you got to carve so, time. You got to make time for the things that you are passionate about. Basically. That's your best answer. So I don't have enough time. Well, you got to make time. <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to prioritize. Carl wants to be my friend. He has to prioritize me as a friend. Okay. Yes. So, and this, these are the types of answers I was anticipating for this episode. There you go. Thank you. What is your answer? What is your, what is your Yoda-esque answer? Well, I, I, I can simply share from my own issues because I felt, especially when, well, like I just straight up when my daughter was born and, mm. you know, like I was in the mix and I just was trying to be as helpful as possible. And it was day after day, and she's a terrible sleeper, and I just felt trapped. And so, and I'm like, I can't do anything. Like, I've got no time for anything. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And so, okay. this is like 12 years ago, and I'm sitting there on the field. I'm, I'm coaching a sport after school for some extra income. Who did I call? Who did I call? Me? Yes. You don't remember this phone call. But this I, is- I, th- I think I actually might. Go to yeah? Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So I called you and I called uh, another guy and yeah. I said, look, we, like, this is before you had, you, you know, before you got married, this is before we had kids, before you had all sorts of issues pop up with, you know, just life stuff, right? Right, right. And I right. said, Derek, we have so many unforeseen things coming our way, mm-hmm. but can we simply make an effort just one time a year all i'm asking for one time a year can we go on one backpacking trip a year i need that to look forward to can we prioritize that make, make time can we can make, we make time, time for that? yeah can, can you do what derek just said can we but no no, no. but there's more to the story though oh. like i oh, there's more. i okay. not only am i like mentally trying to make time for this but i'm actually asking for a commitment from you but then yeah. i had to follow up with asking for a commitment from my wife to say like, hey, mm. plan for this. Know that I'm going to go away. Plan mm. for this. I'm, I'm not asking for a lot. I'm just asking for one trip a year. Can we agree to these circumstances? Right. And everybody agreed, right? And so yeah. I don't know. We don't know what Eli's issue is. Maybe maybe this doesn't relate to him at all. But I'm sure this relates to some people out there. And so yeah. it start. And, and as my kids grew older, and as circumstances changed, that one trip grew into more than one trip. And you know, before you know it, it yeah three or four trips five or six trips so and then the kids go and then yeah so anyway that that's all i'm trying to say is 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 when derek's saying carve out time like you you have to get any any factors that are or any obstacles that are in your way you've got to get commitments from them to agree to those terms right true that's a good point yeah that's a good point do you remember that conversation get your ducks in a row actually remember i do i do okay i actually do yeah okay it's crazy to think about because i actually was like we don't know what's coming up and we did actually have quite a lot of life stuff come up after that that got in our way and that's how you change your friend's life for the better, guys. Right there. Okay, that's how you do it. You're welcome, by the way, Carl. You so so I I led the way, 
and you just got on board and you're saying you're welcome. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You are welcome. Okay. Gold star for you. Yeah. But time is definitely an issue for a lot of people. I, I just, yeah, start small and go from there. Uh, yeah. We got a Rocky one. We got, we got Rocky. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. You know, B&B, this is Rock, and I've got two major, major league, not Bush League, but major league backpacking problems. The first one is, as you all have probably heard, I do like to bring a lot of stuff on the trips, right? Just lots of food, lots of other stuff. And the first major problem is this. With all that stuff, how do I keep it all straight? You know, for up until about 20, well, really, up until last year, I hadn't come up with anything good. I started to use a few Ziploc bags here and there to keep all my stuff straight. Like in 2014, for instance, I would put my headlamp in the bottom of my pack. And then in 2015, I put my headlamp in the top of my pack. So in 2015, I'm looking for my headlamp at night when it's already dark in the bottom of my pack. But I'd forgotten that I put it up in the top of my pack, right? The top, you know, the detachable part. Now, I'm at, to solve this problem, I'm using more Ziplocs with Sharpie pen colors on them, you know, so that I know what's in each bag. And I'm actually making a list of what each color represents and where in the pack the item is. I may have this first major problem solved, but I'm sure if I lose, you know, if I lose the list that I make, obviously I'm right back at square one. Okay. Major problem though. I mean, one of the reasons why I'm super slow, boom, there it is. We'll get to Rocky's second problem in a second. I, we, de- we definitely have to address the first problem about, you know, knowing where stuff is in the pack. So Hold on, hold on. I'm writing down major... Major League, not Bush League. Uh, I wonder if he, Rocky, have you ever had an Ivy League problem? Like, that's what I'm wondering. But I wrote down Major Major League. Got it. Okay, go ahead. Carl. Okay. So if you put food in a Ziploc bag, and then he's labeling the bag, like, mm. like can't you just see what's in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> is it see-through? I mean, are these colored Ziploc bags? Let me give yeah. them the benefit of the doubt. Is tinted? It, is it tinted, maybe? Right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you can probably see it. Okay. I mean, if it, if it, is it smashed and unrecognizable? I don't know. That, yeah, that could be more of an issue. Um, so, so that was my first problem. I was like, just look in the bag. <laughs> that's that's an option. Okay, um, and then if, I, if I'm yeah. understanding him correctly, is he saying that he makes, or he's planning to make a color-coded manifest for his backpack? I, I gathered something of that nature. Yeah. So he's going to have a list. So he can Let's say he puts that in his uh, top pouch, the brain mm. of the pack, if you will. He mm. pulls it out. He's like... I want to know where such and such is. Okay, that's green color. That wow. is in. That's two thirds the way down, left side. Wow, that's that's. Is that that's what he's saying? Be, I don't know if that's going to speed things up for you, Rock. I, I'm worried. I, I'm worried about it. Okay. Um, I think that might be what he's saying. I, I could be wrong, but it sounded like a, yeah. Um, you know, when I was hearing about the headlamp, though, it was in the top. It was in the bottom. I don't know right. where it is. Where's my underwear? Whatever. Like I, I just kept thinking of two words. Uh, maybe three. It, it was. Sudoku, mm. it was Tetris, mm. uh, maybe 2042. Practice these games, Rock. These are going to sharpen the short-term skills in the mind to keep you sharp. We, we are getting older. I know right. I am. So keep the mind sharp, and then you're going to remember where that headlamp is, buddy. It's going to get dust. You're going to be like, you know what? Boom. It's in the brain because I'm using my brain. Mm. Pull it out. Wow. Throw wow. it on. Boom. You know what I mean? So I would start with the. I mean, I don't know. Keep that brain sharp, but yeah, I don't know color coding. That's wow, you're 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 digging in there. I I think the concept of a 
a manifest for a backpack, I think is actually super funny. And That's so, amazing. Yeah, so I think I, I give you thumbs up to that. I just want to see you do that. I, I want to see you pull that off on this year's July trip. So please do that. Will it be a full journal, at least a pound? I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. I can see. I see details. Right. I see log. I see numbers being right. involved somehow. I don't know. But here's the other issue: is we're kind of we're kind of poking fun at this issue, but this is actually a problem for people. And here's it the is. problem: does, yeah. the problem is not that they like forget where they put their headlamp. The problem is that they bring so much stuff, whether it's luxury items or just so much junk, that it is actually hard to dig around and find your stuff in a pinch, right? Well, to and to be fair to Rocky, though, he brings a lot of food. Like, now, Rocky's the king of, of bringing lots of stuff, but there's other people yeah. that bring too much stuff. And when you say, well, I, you know, like, I, I don't care about carrying the extra weight. Oh, great. Like, you can carry the extra weight, but just know that mm-hmm. the more stuff you bring, the harder it is to find the stuff that you want, right? That's true. That yeah. is true. That's a good thing. Is the manifest a solution? Late, take some stuff out and find other stuff easier. Right. I don't know. So, just I don't thought. know. I just, I know sometimes when I just, like, when I'm packing for my family and I'm like, I don't care about the weight, like, we're not going as many miles, or I just have right. to have a heavy pack for this trip. And I end up just bringing deal. a lot of extra things. I get so frustrated by trying to find things that I just, it makes you, I don't know. Just like, I mean, Rock, Rock, I can't find that cherry lift on the trail long ago. I don't know if you want to mm. it. Was that color-coded? I don't know. But um, it will be now. It will be now. Yeah. Yeah. So, Whoever has that, color-code that. Yeah. So that yeah. was definitely, yeah. strangely, a relatable and important problem. So his his second one probably is going strange, to be strange. Well. Str- is strangely a word? Is it? Strangely? Strange. No, you said strangely. Okay. Not strangely. But I, I didn't know if that was a Carl. Nitpicking but. Derek. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's the second uh, okay, problem. Here's what he says. Okay, here we go. Okay. Second major thing, and this one's huge too. Like, it's equally huge. You can't really separate these two problems. Second major one is this. Whenever Mr. Gimli shows up, I am just not there. I've wanted to meet this guy for years, ever since he hit the big screen. No. No, ever since I read the Lord of the Rings trilogy, right? But no, no. Every time he shows, I'm gone. Is there any way I can solve that one? Because that, that one seems unsolvable. All right. Is that a problem? <laughs> I have that same problem. You know, every time Legolas is mentioned or in the, in the room or, or, or Skywalker, you know, I, I, I'm never there. I get it, Rock. I get it. Yeah. Carl Carl has that same issue mm, with uh, Oompa Loompas, right. uh, you know, things like that. So. He's just not there when the Oompa Loompas are there, and I don't, I don't get it either. So, Carl, do you have any answers for that? Or, you know, is that <laughs> relating me to an Oompa Loompa? I think you're the first person ever. Are to... you are you Groot? Are you Groot as well? Oh my is gosh, that... no. We got one more. Here we go. Hello, BNB. Love the show, but I do have a problem. Uh, actually, I have a lot of gear problems. So, on one trip. The knife on my multi-tool actually cut through my footprint when I accidentally stepped on it. I tried patching it by melting my Nalgene bottle, but it's so thick and heavy it didn't melt. So I cinched the hole with my buff. But I was wearing a tank top and my right arm got cold at night, so I had to use it as a sleeve instead. My aqua clip was no help in clipping the hole together either. It just fell off like it usually does. So I had to use a footprint with a hole in it for the rest of the trip. Strangely, there was no extra wear on the bottom of my tent in that spot. What do you two think I should have done? Thanks, guys. What do you think of that guy? I mean, that guy's got some personal issues, clearly. Um, I, I was curious. He said something. He's like, I got my knife out, and I cut the footprint when I accidentally stepped on it. So how did 
Where's right. the knife when he's stepping on the footprint? What, what is he tripping and falling? Is it? Is it? It's on the footprint. The knife is on the footprint. Yeah. So you you step on it. Maybe it slides. The blade skirts really and cuts into the. Well, why the is thin... he laying? He's opening a knife, laying it down on the footprint, and yeah. then walking. Wh- wh- who does that? Uh, lots of people leave knives out. Seems to be a hole in the story <laughs> that is of magnitude proportions. A literal hole in the story. Um, I think the answer for him is just to not backpack, uh, or to just burn everything and start from scratch. Yeah, burn all the items mentioned, especially the footprint. I agree with that one. Problem solved. Yeah, in a fire, in in a in a a forest. Stop bringing footprints, buddy. Stop bringing footprints. That's the solution. Is that what it is? Yeah. He said his aqua clip didn't work. I mean, clearly he needs a new aqua clip because those are great, as you know. Yep. And melted melted the Nalgene top. You know, I I know how to relate with that. And um, yeah. You know, you can melt the top of it, and you can seal up that little hole. So yeah, you just got to bring a dishwasher with you, right? Dishwasher, put that in the backpack of your backpack, ba- the bottom of your backpack, the backpack of your backpack. <laughs> yeah, they have portable dishwashers now, I think, somewhere, and okay. maybe REI's got them. I don't know, but uh, right, yeah. There's there's answers. Thanks to everybody that was willing to to send in MP3s. Did we get everybody's? Did yes, that was good times. That was good, um, and so yeah, so I've got trivia problem trivia coming up right after this. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Okay, my friend, here we go. Last trivia of the season. Yep, you've had some up and down with trivia. And I actually want to revamp trivia next season. We'll talk about that later. But uh, I think I'm like 95% conversion on these overall. Yeah, I, I think people believe that. I think sure. yours is yeah, somewhere close to that. Believe 59. Uh, number one, your buddy mm. always brings better snacks than you, no matter how hard you plan. That's, that that's a problem. Is a problem. That's a problem. So the trivia for you today is come up with a solution. Mooch. Done. Okay. Mooch. Correct. So just just ask for a little here and there. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Yeah. You don't want to just like take some. It, it, am I gonna am I just gonna up my snack game and and make a competition? You just take some. Just reach into the backpack or. Steal is your answer. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about ambient and drugs and stealing. <laughs> this is not a proud moment for you isn't, to end the season. Isn't stealing next level up from mooching? 
Uh, it's like borderline. It's one of those gray areas. I feel like. All right. Well, yeah. le- okay. Let me let me say. This. What if you are like, I'll tell you what. I will go store the food for tonight. I'll hang the bear bag. I'll put it in the bear canister. I got you. And then you take mm. a handful of whatever. Let's say mm. Australian flavored or Australian style licorice. Right. That's that's a common one that I get jealous about. Common. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you take a handful of your trail mix and just like dump it in the bag. It's kind of like a trade. Wow. Uh, that's messed up. First okay. of all, if you can sleep after that, um, good for you. I I don't know if I could pull that up, but uh, you know, so mooch, I will accept. I'm just I'm just giving you options here. Thank you, appreciate. It. Number two, you're five miles from the trailhead, and you have just enough water to make it. Mm. Your only water bottle falls off of the Aquaclip harness no! into a Sasquatch carcass. Oh, uh, into a Sasquatch carcass. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> proceed. This, side note: this this happened two years ago. Uh, n- yeah, no, it didn't. Okay, it's in the video. We got it in the video. Uh, right? Yeah, video. Sasquatch carcass. Go. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do? You. That's the problem. You jump in the river and get more water. I mean, what else are you gonna do? Okay, so you're 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 pretty close, but now you got like carcass bottle. So you're gonna you're gonna fill up carcass bottle and drink out of a bottle. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna rub some germy gel on the on the lip of your bottle. Okay. Clean it, purify it, and then um, put some fresh filtered water in there. You're okay. Off. So I drop. So let's say this happens to you. You would you would actually drink out of a bottle that fell into a carcass. How how fresh is the carcass? Is there still meat on the bones? Is it? It's just just bones. There's plenty of germs. About. Plenty of germs. Plenty of germs. Okay. Um. You know, you're gonna melt it in the fire and reform it into a different type Can of Can the germs like jump from like the edge, like the drinking spout, to be inside, just even like slightly inside mm-hmm. there that maybe the gel doesn't? Cover. So you're gonna need to take the germy gel, just squeeze it in the bottle, rinse it out, get the whole thing yeah. clean. Now and you got aftertaste that's not very good in your. Not bottle. if you not if you rinse it properly. Yeah, you, know, it's, it's, you got okay. alcohol in that thing, so it's gonna be drying up pretty quick. Okay. What's your, what's your answer to that? I never use that bottle again. Like that bottle is retired, and I would either borrow one or I guess Mooch works for this one too. Yeah. You're, you're gonna move, your answer to number one and two is Mooch. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Just make sure. This is something Mooch and Mooch. It, it does. Hey know. guys, remember when Carl didn't want us to call him a Mooch? Hmm? These are your problems. I'm not talking about me. This is just what you just just say. You should just handle say. it. I would All just right. tough it out and walk to the end of the trial. Last yeah. one. Social skill question of the episode. Of the season. Mm. Yeah. A friend offers you some trail mix and it mm. looks good. Mm-hmm. You want some. I they do. hold out their bag. Yeah. What do you do and or say? Oh. Well, if I'm being uh proper, I'm gonna say, Hey, um, you know, my hands are a little dirty. Do you mind just pouring a little in my hand? Mm. I don't want to get your uh, other trail mix mixed up with my germs. Yeah. Appreciate it. What a kind gesture. Okay. I'd start with that. Okay. Not thank you. Well, I'd start with that, and then I'd say thank you once I received it <laughs> in my hand. Fair enough. Yes. I, it, the poor is the better option. Correct. The poor is awesome. Two yeah, out of huge. three. Two out of three. Three out of three. Perfect. <laughs> As usual. Um, yeah. Yeah. That so. was good. That was decent trivia. What's a strong, strong way to end the season with mooch, mooch, and poor? Like <laughs> and technically the third one you're still mooching never changes okay so i've got i got a few tidbits 
All right. Got a few tidbits. So Tidbit. we this is actually this episode. This is the week that we're going backpacking in the Wind River Range. So we will we'll follow up with kind of how the trip yep. went and how um, you know Derek messed things up again. Yep. Later on, maybe early August. Well, that's that'll be our next kind of between seasons episode. So that's Indeed. coming up. Unless you get us lost, and then we can't talk about it. Right. So, yeah. And, of course, if you want more more episodes, you can join Patreon. we got a lot of old episodes that aren't available on most apps and bonus episodes on there. So That's true. That's over true. 60 now, I think. Um, but I do have a legit tidbit, all right? Finally. This is one. This is we've for waited, you. We've waited four seasons. Here we go. Yes. The first one. I found uh-huh. the most budget Osprey pack of all time. Really? Yeah. Do tell. All time. All time. In dis- like this will be hard to dis- dispute. Is it a fanny pack? No. No. Okay. No, no. So All I'll right. tell you. I'll, I'll tell you the story, and you can, right. you can, you know, probably naysay yeah. me afterwards. But all right. Go ahead. Uh, so I was out on the garage sale circuit, and no, not a surprise. Not a surprise. I found a, an Osprey pack that was twenty five dollars. Okay. Mm. So. You know, like, like most states, you go on the garage sale circuit, you're probably not finding Osprey packs, but Colorado, you're going to find, like, that I actually found sense. another Osprey pack for $25 that same day. So, wow. um, I think it's my third one of the season. Anyway, whatever. That's but, weird. so $25, good deal on Osprey pack. So I, yeah. so I took it home okay. and one of my favorite things to do when I buy backpacking backpacks at garage sales is to go through them because you never know what goodies are going to be in the pack. Oh, boy. So there's usually just kind of like little trinkety things. Um, right. sometimes Bugs. like, what's that? Bugs? No bugs? Uh, no bugs. I found okay. like old food. Shoes? Oh. Not shoes. <laughs> it's usually small stuff. Like things I forget to take out, like a pillow or something like that. Wow. Um, yeah. So I dig into the hydration sleeve oh. area. Salmon. Salmon pesto. No. I pull good. out an envelope. <gasps> oh, okay. yes. Okay. On the envelope, it's like kid writing. Treasure map. Not. <laughs> it's got a list of things. It looks like the kid like owed somebody some money there. It's got a list of things. Inside the envelope is cash. <gasps> yes. What do you do with that? Yeah. What did you do? So with that? The, the cash amounted to fifty dollars. I bought the pack for twenty five dollars. Did you keep the cash? So because I hit a lot of garage sales, I have no idea where that pack came from. Like legitimately, uh, I have no idea. So I had to keep the yeah. There's I, no there's no address or anything on there. And if you played more Sudoku and Tetris, your brain would be sharper and you'd remember that. So. Blame yourself. Probably, yeah. Blame? No, I like I bought it, you know, and and in that same patch was also like some sort of like fishing information, and it had the date 2010 on it. So oh. that envelope has been in there for like 11 wow. years. So I don't think they're, yeah, I think it's long. So the forgotten. kids might be married with kids at this point. So who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. Well, so bonus there for you. Go. Most budget Osprey pack of all time. Do you agree? I think, uh, yeah, that is correct. When you're getting paid 50 bucks to get an Osprey pack or or 25, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. that's nice. It was an older pack. I still ended up selling it for like eighty bucks. Well, so. you can buy me some snacks on the way to the next trip. So, okay, there you go. I love it. Cinnamon bears. Yeah, I love there it. There you go. There's my story. Um, so in defense of Derek, there are budget author packs out there. Uh, you just got to go garage selling in Colorado. Cheap junk master. I'm telling you, this is the guy. That's this is your guy. Yeah. Uh, is that that it for you? That's it. That's it for me. That is not just it for the episode. Oh. That's a wrap on the season, oh. for me, my friend. That was it. Yeah. It was that was fair. I hope you guys enjoyed season four of the B and B. I know I did. I know Carl did. Uh, we'll be back in the summer with some sporadic monthly tidbits, uh, some bonus episode content, and then season five will be underway. 
at a later date. Uh, check us out on the gram at backpacking blisters dot or podcast excuse, at backpacking blisters podcast. Excuse me. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys soon. And uh, if you need some cheap junk, Carl's your man. We'll see you next time. So, yeah, after all these four seasons, 150 episodes, uh, Carl comes over to me and he's like, look, Derek, I don't... I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't. I don't have the stamina. I, I. I can't keep up with you. It's just. It's too much. Like I, you do everything. And I'm like Carl. Look, I know I do everything. I know. You, I set up all the interviews. I do all the editing. I get it. I get it. I do everything. I get it. But you're the comedy buddy. If you stop doing those puns, this this show's over. Don't stop the bad intro jokes because that's what's keeping the. This is the glue to this podcast. So he went and he wrote a bunch for next season. Buckle up. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.